Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends. This is Frances Vitakovic, and you are listening to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. And honestly, I'm so happy to have you here with me today to listen in on this conversation. I really wish I could have one-on-one with you because it's a conversation that we don't have often enough, but I feel like it's something that a lot of us carry within us, this fear of dying. That's what we're going to be having a conversation about. So the reason that death is even on my mind at the moment is that we've just experienced just this long string of losses in the past week. I think there were like four people that we knew that passed away just in the course of one week. And it started with my son's godmother, who was just 48 when she passed away of brain cancer. And then there was another death of someone quite young, followed by two more, just in the space of one week. So if you don't often think about death, it definitely comes to the forefront of your mind when you do lose someone. And I think that it's really important to not just process all the emotions that come up when you lose someone you love. And I always say grief is the price that you pay for love, but also it's just a gentle reminder that death is inevitable for us all. And for me, I have to admit, I'm the first one to put up my hand and say, I used to actually be really scared of dying. So just like to be totally vulnerable here, I think that the fear was like probably the strongest before I was age 40. And I knew the reason why I was so scared because I felt like I wasn't really living life. I had these big, massive dreams that were sitting on my heart to follow my writing dreams. I didn't even know at that point that I'd be publishing 20 books or creating over 40 courses or come back to coaching and create these really successful websites or even just this podcast. Like honestly, that would have blown my mind to imagine that that was sitting there in my future it's truth be known, like I think that I was most scared of dying then because I felt like I really hadn't started living and truly appreciating everything that life had to offer me. And that's not to say that I didn't enjoy time with my family and friends and so forth. I've always appreciated life and like the gift of life. I could understand that it's precious, but I had dreams that I was ignoring and I was always putting off until later, until when I had no idea back then. And honestly, I had the biggest kick up the butt when I turned 40 and I I realized if it's meant to happen, it's not going to just fall into my lap. I need to get up and take action. And when you lose someone that you love, it reminds you that life is quite fragile. So I wanted to record this podcast mainly to share with you that the fear that I had of dying sort of dissipated a little bit the moment that I started truly living. So before I go deeper into this conversation, I just want to make it really clear. I think we all know it's true. Death is inevitable for us all, not just you and me, but for our kids and our parents and everyone that we love in this world. None of us are going to live forever. We're all mortal creatures. And knowing that this is the truth, rather than being scared of it, I really feel like that can be fuel to motivate you to live life to your fullest while you still can. We can use the reality that one day we're going to die as the reason why we actually start to live our life right now, not later but really take advantage of every single moment that we have at our disposal. So I want to pose to you this question. Let's just say that you were told that you only have one more week to live. 
How would that change the way that you show up in this world, the conversations that you have with the people that you meet, the people that you love? How would that change the way that you look around you when you are going for a walk, looking at the sky, looking at the flowers? Can you see that the reality of death, when you actually hold that in your hands, like just acknowledge it for a moment, it makes you appreciate so much more the gift of life. It felt like there was a switch that clicked on the moment that really hit home for me. I felt like I'd gone from being a little bit asleep in the world, like cruising on by, truly believing that I had all the time in the world to do whatever I wanted to do. And then when that light bulb went off, things changed because I realized we don't have all the time in the world. None of us know when our time will be up. So our only real choice, if we desire to have a life that we love, is to begin loving it today. So what does that look like for you? Like, what do you think of when I say those words, live your life today, make every moment count? What comes to mind when I post to you that suggestion that you begin doing that? What would it take for you to feel truly alive in this moment? Do you have any dreams that you have sitting on your heart? Like I did, I had these right dreams that I was just ignoring. And I knew a hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt that if I was lucky enough to make it to age 80 and I did it in a way that completely ignored the dreams that I had deep down inside of me, then there would be this deep sense of regret, this deep sense of wishing that I could have my time over, wishing that I'd been brave enough to step outside my comfort zone, wishing that I'd been brave enough to actually do what I was here to do. And I love this saying, like, if you are not doing what you love, then you are not doing what you are born to do. And I'm just so grateful that I had that light bulb moment at the age of 40 because it completely transformed the way that I show up in this world. It transformed the way that I show up in my relationships and the way that I show up for myself. I acknowledge the dreams that I have. I know that it's up to me to make them happen. And I truly do desire the same for you. And it honestly is why I went back to coaching. Like I started a coaching business 20 years ago. And the only reason that I stopped coaching was to chase my own dreams because I didn't want to be a hypocrite, just coaching people to chase their own dreams and not doing the same for myself. And once I felt like I had accomplished that for myself, and I really do believe that I'm living the life that I was born to live. Only then did I return to coaching in 2022, this year, because it honestly breaks my heart to see people struggling in so many different areas of their life, important areas like their money and their finances and their health and their relationships. And simply by taking on a coach, by investing in a coach, that light bulb finally goes off for you. Like you go from almost cruising through life, which is what I said I used to do, to actually starting to take yourself seriously, starting to take your life seriously, starting to see the value of every single moment that we have here on earth. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. 
So I know that this episode is called the fear of dying, but I want to acknowledge the fact that many of us actually have a fear of living, a fear of doing what we want to do, a fear of stepping outside our comfort zone. For many of us, our comfort zones are actually more like a cage. And I know that we often go to the zoo and we see all the zoo animals and they're stuck inside the cage. And it's like, that's so mean, like they should be free. But humans do that to themselves by staying inside their comfort zone that we don't realize that true freedom lies beyond those parameters or boundaries that we've set up to keep ourselves safe or what we think is safe. We just think we're safe when we're stuck inside our comfort zone when in actual fact, we're just doing the same old thing, thinking the same old thoughts and not really progressing and growing in life. So let's talk for a moment about how you could possibly get over this fear of dying if you have one like I did. Well, the first is to acknowledge the truth. Death is inevitable. Now, I know that that temptation is there to want to resist it, but that's almost like resisting the fact that winter has arrived. Winter has arrived in Sydney. I could try and pretend or kid myself that it's still summer and I can put on all my summer dresses and go outside, but the reality is it's winter outside. I'm going to get cold. And so you can fight the reality or you can just accept that it is the truth. And it's important to note that if you're going for option A, like fighting the reality, you are fighting a losing battle. It's almost like if you have kids and they are becoming a teenager and it's like, no, 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 I don't don't want them to become a teenager. I want them to stay a 10-year-old forever. But no amount of wishing or hoping is going to let that happen, that they're going to stay the same age forever. Life moves on. Kids grow and humans die. It's just a natural part of our universe and it has happened for millions and millions of years. And I'm remembering now this experience that I had when I lived overseas. I think I was like 22 at the time, perhaps. I was with my best friend and my sister at the time, and we got the news from a hospital that our other friend's mother had passed away. And he was actually at a funeral at the time, and we had to drive there and go and share that news with him. And I remember like the tears were falling down his face as he was walking to us because I think he knew what we were about to tell him. And it was such a devastating moment. And after that, we went into the town and I remember when we arrived in, there was this car coming down the street. It was honking its horn. The music was blaring. The guys were all singing because the driver's wife had just had the baby. And it was just this weird moment where I was in the grief of just discovering that my friend's mother had died. And here I am hearing about another friend who's just had a baby. And it's like, that was just the way life works. People are born and people die and so on and so on. It will continue for the rest of life. So once you choose to actually accept this truth, accept that this is inevitable in our life, and it really is, you can either face the truth or ignore it. But I found by facing the truth and then learning to use it to my advantage, which means that because I knew that one day I was going to die, it was up to me to make things happen. Because I knew that one day I was going to die, it was up to me to spend time with the people that I love and tell them how I feel. And moving forward, because I know that one day I'm going to die, it's up to me to make these days count, to live my life to the fullest, especially to pay attention to the dreams that I have inside of me. And I sincerely hope the same for you. I hope that you have that switch because for me, the moment like it clicked on, I started to live life as if I was truly awake and participating and creating rather than just consuming and living life. 
as if I was just asleep or as if I had all this time left up my sleeve when obviously I don't. None of us do. Okay. None of us know when that end point will be for us. And the only way to live life in a way that you don't regret is to live life in a way that you don't regret. I mean, it sounds so simple, but it really is the truth. Now, I do feel like I could have a much longer conversation on this topic, and you never know, I might come back and do a part two episode. But for now, I just want to let you know that the simplest way to get over your fear of dying is number one, accept that it is inevitable and truly accept it. Like let that thought just fall into your heart and in your brain accept that that is the truth for all of us okay and then watch the way that it transforms the way that you are showing up in the world and the second part to this equation once you've accepted that it's inevitable is actually just to begin to live your life in a way that makes you proud in a way that you don't regret in a way that acknowledges all your dreams so that no matter what age you pass like you feel like you have lived a good life do not assume that you're necessarily going to live to 80 or 90 The reality is death can come at any age to us. I mean, life has shown us that that is true. Babies die, toddlers die, 10-year-olds die, people in their 20s die in 30s and 40s and so forth. Like, And there are examples and it happens all the time. And we could spend so much time ruminating on how terrible it is when someone passes away when they are young. But instead, I want this to be fuel for you to begin to live your life now. You can choose to see it as a gentle reminder that we do not know how much time we are blessed to have on this earth. So my friend, I'm going to stop here. I know I've given you so much to think about. And please just remember that if you ever need any additional support when it comes to chasing your dreams or just even living a simple life that you love, I am here to help you. Okay, please feel free to reach out to me. You will find all the links in the podcast notes or you can DM me on Instagram and my handle is at Francis Vitakovic. So my friend, I love and appreciate you so much. Have a most amazing day and until next time, dream big, my friend. so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.